as a course creator, there are so many skills that you have to figure out, learn, and then eventually master. But there's one in particular that I want to talk about today because I think it can be a huge needle mover in your business. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. Hey, welcome. It's episode 168, and I just want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I really, really appreciate you and the space that you give me each week to get to connect. So thanks for being here. And then it's also, guess what, almost my favorite time of the year, which is Thanksgiving. And of course, you know, we have to do some specials for you. <laughs> so because you're a podcast listener, I'm going to give you a preview. These are coming out in the next week, but I wanted to tell you what's available so that you can get it on your radar. Make sure you're watching for the emails. We put them at three different price points to make sure that there's something that fits your budget. So the first one is actually a year-long program for 2024. It's going to include a weekly coaching, some of my favorite study halls and co-working spaces, and then these project playbooks to help you move your course business forward. So um, December, we're gonna put your custom plan together so you can hit the ground running in January and you aren't trying to figure out what am I doing and where am I going. So I'm working out the pricing yet. It's not quite decided, but I think you'll be happy and excited about the price that you get. So watch out for the year long program. And then secondly, we're going to also do some more launch pad coaching. So this one, I can tell you, I want to give everyone a really incredible $1 trial to get into the first month. And then uh, because what we've realized is our course creators... They need to go through this particular material multiple times to get it all set up. These are not one-time course kinds of things. There's going to be four different pieces of it. I'm increasing it. It used to be three, but we're going to change it to four. Um, your email newsletter, your sales page that converts, and then your partnerships and collaborations to find your students. And then the new thing that we're adding is we're going to have a month to plan your launch and put your launch plan together. So it's going to be so cool. And uh, I want to give you this special dollar pricing to get in at the beginning um, of the next round. So watch for the launch pad special. And then the third special is I found this new really, really cool tool that combines micro learning and AI. And so I've put together a mini course for you on how to use it to get your own uh, mini courses set up for people to take on their phones. So that's going to be $47. And so you'll just need to sell like one mini course at $47 to make your money back. So that's going to be a mini course special. So all three of these will be coming out in emails. So keep your eyes open in case any of those are perfect for you moving forward. Okay, so the next thing, this one skill 
that you need to move the needle and to really help you uh, if you're struggling with your course business. It's focus. It's focus. And I have a bunch of pieces of this that we're going to get into. But the first thing I want to say, I have struggled with all of these things myself and worked for years to figure out systems to work around them. So I'm hoping some of these techniques can help you. So, and I'm sure we've all found ourselves lately like flitting from idea to idea. And yesterday in particular, I was sitting down at my computer trying to focus and I kept having these random thoughts floating through. Oh yeah, I need to go do this. Oh, I need to go check that. Oh, did I do this? And I couldn't finish anything because my brain just kept flitting from one idea to the next, to the next thought. And it's it's so um, frustrating because you don't get anything done. And typically for me, a lot of these things that keep coming up, they are important. So they are things that I need to deal with. So here's a couple things about this. Part of this is coming up um, because it's so easy for us to get overwhelmed with all the ideas and the thoughts that we have. So we're going to put in some uh, guardrails to help us with that. Another reason this is happening is all the interruptions that we are getting these days. So this is one of the reasons when I work with some of my corporate clients, I despise Slack, like instant messaging so that I get constantly interrupted all day is just despicable. <laughs> and kind of tied into that is our phone notifications and how they are constantly interrupting us as we are working. So find some ways to turn these things off. Um, on the iPhone, there is a focus button that you can uh, basically turn off the notifications for a while. So that is a really good idea. And then you can also turn off permanently, you can go into your settings and turn off notifications per app. So if you're getting things um, popping up that are interrupting you that you just don't even want to have notifying you, you can go into your settings and change that. And then the other thing that has been happening a lot, and especially for me lately, is not having enough boundaries in place in that I'm not saying to myself, okay, this 30 minutes is dedicated to the podcast and that's what I'm going to focus on. Um, so setting up, some people call these like deep work blocks of time where you're intentionally focusing on a specific activity. I would used to be much, much better at that. So uh, this is the first piece of the puzzle is putting some of those time blocks in place so you know that like I'm not going to jump around during this half hour. I'm just going to work on this particular project. Okay, so in order to focus better, there are three different questions that you need to be answering. And the first one is, what do I focus on? <laughs> you know, what should I be focusing on? What is the best place for me to be focusing? That's the first question. The second question is, how do you make yourself focus? 
better? You know, what, what boundaries and guardrails and systems can you put in place to help you focus better? And then the third question is, how do you actually use the time well that you have set aside? So we're going to talk about all three of these. And let's start with how do you know what to focus on? And I've noticed with a few of my one-on-one clients lately that we'll get on and we're talking about a specific project and then they're like, oh yeah, and I can go do this um, lead magnet or, oh yeah, I could go sell this thing. And they're kind of taking us off down a rabbit hole. And so, you know, we had in a previous call, maybe set some priorities, created the plan and then we're jumping into the next time to keep everything moving forward and now they're down in a whole different direction (laughs) and the challenge here is nothing gets finished when this happens because you're um, constantly jumping to the newest idea newest thing and so one thing to keep in mind if if this is an issue for you is our brain sometimes unconsciously even will be doing this to us as something of a safety mechanism. And what I mean by this is it's trying to keep you safe by not putting yourself out there so that you never finish things. You're constantly starting, but you never risk putting something out into the world. So it's never a danger because it's never finished. So if this is you, please consider getting a coach that specializes in holding your hand, creating that custom plan for you and keeping you accountable, holding your feet to the fire. So that's one of the things that I like to do with my one-on-one coaching clients is keeping them focused in. But then um, I also have some ideas for you to help yourself so that you can hold yourself accountable. So we will dig in on a, a few of those today. So how do you make yourself focus? <laughs> um, and the first thing is just figuring out what is important. You know, what are those priorities? And this can be the the big challenge, uh, depending on where you're at with things. So here's how I kind of think about this to help myself stay focused. The first priority are the routines that I have set up. So making sure the email newsletter goes out, making sure the podcast gets recorded, making sure I send out a promo email, making sure my uh, one-on-one client, those routines are in place and happen. So I talked about this more in episode 147. So I will link to that one if you want to go hear some more about it. But that's number one is those routines because it makes it doable without really having to think too hard. Then after that, I have another one to five additional projects that are the priority. And I think this is where things have gotten more challenging lately is staying focused on those one to five because I have um, all these different, you know, I probably have, who knows, 20, 30 (laughs) that I want to do. And so making myself stay on those one to five, it's really kind of tough. So here's how I pull this together to figure out what those one to five 
um, should be. So I want you to create two different lists. And if you're mixing these two lists together, it gets really messy and you can lose track of it. So that's why we're going to have two different lists. And the first one is a brain dump list. And here's how you do this. You get in a new environment. So maybe you go to a coffee shop or you go to a Panera and I want you to be someplace different than you normally work so that your brain is kind of in a different space. And then I like to use written notebooks. You might want to type, doesn't really matter. I think sometimes you get a little bit more insight from the written part, but if that's not you, it's fine. Just type up your list. And then I want you to do a brain dump of the ideas that you have in mind. And we're going to group them into big categories. So what I have done um, for, I just did this actually, I was working on this yesterday, is I have three different pages. One is about workshops that are I'm thinking about offering. The second one is all the promotion ideas that I've got that are bouncing around in my head and I'm trying to figure out which ones to do. And then the third one is we have a new division that we're opening up. Um, so got a ton of ideas on how that should work. So brain dump, you'll have your own categories. Those just happen to be mine, but try to kind of group them into some big categories. Then I want you to go back and evaluate each item on the list and kind of look at them as a group and look at them individually and say, how badly do I want to do each of these and how much time will they take to uh, finish them, to actually put them into place? So then we're going to pick which ones will win and especially based on the time that you realistically have. So then you're going to pick this one to five that becomes your current projects. And this is your second list. This is the new list. This is the current projects list that you want popping up for you every day, getting in your way, <laughs> jumping out as these are the one to five things that I am focusing on that you make the post-it note and you have it on your mirror, the one to five things that you are absolutely going to make sure you are working on over the next uh, month, 90 days, whatever time period you choose. But those are the five important ones. And then for each of those, I want you to start putting together some of the steps that you think you'll have to take. It doesn't have to be in perfect order. It doesn't have to be everything that you will need to do, but start making a list of the steps that you really um, think you'll need to take. And then this is the really essential part to make sure that you get these things done. You need to put due dates on them. So when do they need to be done by? And that gives you your framework and your guardrails so that, hey, if this needs to be done next week, like my promotion for Black Friday, that's got to get done. It's got a deadline <laughs> of next week. So that makes it a higher priority than something that can wait and can happen um, whenever I need it. You know, something that can maybe get done in December. So this is how we're creating the guardrails. We're creating the project plan and then we're putting due dates on them to help us stay focused for each one of these one to five new projects. 
Okay, so next is, okay, now we're going to sit down. We've set aside the deadline. We know we're going to work on this today. How do we make sure that that specific time we've set aside that we actually use it well? So the first thing is have a notebook handy so that all those flitting thoughts that pop up in your head about, hey, I need to uh, do a load of laundry or, oh yeah, I need to check on this particular client. As you are in your focus time, you're just going to jot those down so that after your focus time is over, you'll come back to them. So make notes for all those distracting thoughts so you don't lose them, but don't let them derail you. The second thing I really like is some uh, focus music. So I'll put the link to what I use. You just have to figure out what's your focus music. Um, this is a classical that works for me, but find what works for you. So you can turn on that focus music that becomes a trigger. Whenever you hear it, you know you're going to focus. The next thing is have a routine of, oh, I get my coffee, I sit down at my computer, I, um, you know, get my favorite pen, whatever your routine is that will help you uh, focus during that time. So you're triggering your brain like this is my focus time. And then also check out the Pomodoro technique if you haven't heard of it. It's a timer that you put where you focus for typically 25 minutes and then you take a five minute break. So we use that a lot in our study halls with our students. We'll set aside a specific time that we're all working and then we come back and check in. So hopefully these ideas will help you stay more focused. That's our big message for this week is I want you to have your regular routines that you focus on, also your one to three to five projects that you're focusing on, and then those plans in place for when they are due so that you can have the focus time. And then you put aside appointments with yourself in your calendar to, to actually work on them. So good luck. Let me know how it goes. I'm super, super curious if you find this helpful. And I will let you know, I'm also struggling with this these days because there's something about, I think, our social media culture that is training us to be flipping from one thing to the next thing to the next thing every few seconds. And it's making it harder to focus on bigger, longer tasks. So we have to be conscientious and specifically work on it. Enjoy. I hope it works for you. And Thanks so much for being here, for listening, for following, for subscribing, for reviewing. You guys are the best. And I so, so appreciate all those five-star reviews that you've left. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I couldn't do this without you. So thanks for being here. And I hope you found today's episode just a little bit helpful so that you can focus and use this skill to get even more accomplished with your course business. All right, take care, have a wonderful week, and we will catch you on the next episode.